That mortar looks a little thick, Storm. Better add some water. Big expert. Always giving orders. Making up for your screw-ups, Gumbo. Too bad you don't know how to do anything but pick pockets and steal candy from babies. Look out! Damn it! What do you think you're doing? He better be more careful with his mouth. You better stop worrying about my mouth and start worrying about these. Why don't you boys calm down? You afraid I'm gonna hurt him? I always thought you had a soft spot for that Cajun. About as soft as you, fathead. You gonna shut up or am I gonna have to help you? Hey, everybody! Guess who wants to talk to us? Hey guys, it's RJ, your favorite podcast host, and of Telly Talks. And I'm Joe with Like My Pedals, and I got 40 dad jokes coming your way. And I'm Will, and, uh, well, I host this podcast. Co-host this podcast. Alright guys, you have tuned in to Just Surprise Me, the podcast in which three guys talk about random bullshit for about an hour. Welcome, we're glad to have you. So, <laughs> with our first topic, we have Mr. R.J. Smith. Yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing? Thank you, thank you. I really don't care. Um, no. <laughs> that was sounding so, way too formal for a second there. You like that? I can, I can, I can break into that real quick. Um. Anyways, so my topic uh, kind of got me thinking because recently I went to the movies, the cinema, the picture show, if you will. And I saw a little film called Us. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Us, it's a Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. Key and Peele, sorry, not Key and Peele. My bad. Anyways, Key and Peele. And um, it's a follow-up to his first horror movie, Get Out. Uh, Get Out. They're not related. Um, it's just another horror movie that he did. Anyways, it I talked looks- about it. Sorry? I was going to say, it looks amazing. I haven't seen it yet. It does look fantastic. It looks great. It does. Well, if you um, want to know how I felt about it, um, you can check it out in the Facebook group, Just Surprise Me. Uh, be sure to go join there where we talk about all the discussions and, and all the topics and things like that. But um, to say the least, I wasn't fond of it. I won't spoil anything. Um, it wasn't a bad movie. But I was not, eh, it's whatever. So, but it got me thinking, favorite horror movies. Now, there are many ways you can go about this I, I, in my eyes. And I feel like what, what it really boils down to is the kind of horror movie that you like. Like, what genre? Because, you know, there's just so many subgenres. And um, I've always been fond of the slasher films. Like, mm. Slasher fix are just good old time fun, but one that brought it back, the one that changed the game, the one that brought a genre that was just overdone, overplayed, dozens and dozens of sequels to then also spawn sequels, and it is one of my favorites, Scream. That was a great movie. Also known as Scary Movie. In case you didn't well, yeah. guys know that, scary the original movie script was called Scary Movie. Oh, I thought you meant the, hmm. the joke ones they made after with the Waynes Brothers. No, so they, they oh, yeah, but awful. they took the title and Scary Chris Movie. Chris wife They yes, took uh, the Anna Ferris, yeah. Yeah. Um, they took uh, the the name of the original Scream script, which was uh, Scary Movie. That's where they got that title from. Anyways, back scary to Scary Movie sounds kind of like. You know, the, when you see, like, the other countries, like, they have their own versions of our movies. It's, like, the same movie, but, like, overdubbed, but it has a really like generic Bollywood. title. Yeah. It's, like, this is scary movie. So, this movie came out in 96. And Racist. Yeah. I mean, it's Joe. What do you expect? Anyways. How, how is Florida. it racist to say that other, like, countries have movies that are, have generic titles? Florida. Anyway. RJ, like, Kirby the love bug is German car. 
Oh, screw okay. you guys. Okay. I'm going home. Okay. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> so Scream came out in 96. It's a rest. Craven joint. Is anybody familiar with Wes Craven? I was gonna First say Wes. Is that Wes's brother? Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. I'm Quaven? sorry. It's been a long day. Wes Craven. <laughs> yes, Craven. I'm quite familiar with Mr. Craven. R.I.P. By the way. But you know, I just really, really enjoy this film for many reasons. I guess it just came out at the right time for me when I was a kid. Um, it's got a killer soundtrack. I mean, I think that was a lot of people's uh, first experience with um, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Okay, yeah. Mm. You know, um, and it just, it did every, it followed pretty much every slasher film cliche, but it somehow made it fresh and made it, and, and just revitalized that genre uh, for I mean, a lot of people. It had the young cast. It was very self-aware. It was self-deprecating. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it, it did the... You're right. It, it revitalized it, but I think it... In, in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way. Plus, it created every... Like, the mask that everybody hangs from their rearview mirror now instead of the Jason mask. <laughs> Well, not only that, it's like the easiest like go-to Halloween costume ever. Just buy the like mask for like eight bucks and call it good. Yeah, for real. It replaced uh-huh. Sheet Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new Sheet Ghost. Yeah. And um, you know, for for me, it just man, and and it was a, my it also opened me up to a lot of uh, actors that at the time didn't really know. Like I was too young to really know that Drew Barrymore was a thing. So like, I didn't realize that they were really playing on like the whole psycho aspect of, uh, of the film, you know, have the star get killed off in the, in the first 10 minutes, spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen fucking scream, Jesus, just, Seriously, Drew Barrymore <laughs> did another horror film called Fifty First Dates. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't um, resist dad no, joke one. <laughs> no, that's yeah. I don't hey, even we think can't talk dad. about it. We can't talk about Wes Craven without talking about his biggest masterpiece, and I'm referring to Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 Dude, you know what? Cinema I actually, Gold. I, that that's actually a pretty good movie. It's uh, it's enjoyable to say the least. The uh, the scary vampire Eddie Murphy kind of looks like the vampires in uh, <laughs> in From Dust Till Dawn. Kind of. Like, I don't know if yeah. it was the same uh, artist or whatever. Well, no, because wasn't um, Dust Till Dawn? Wasn't that? Um, oh my god! Classic, classic. Makeup artist. He's also in movies. Oh my! What the fuck? I is think his he name? was. Yeah. Um, what is his Baker. name? Last name is, is Baker. What is his name? Right. I think it is Baker. Uh, crap. Oh my god! But I mean, god, of course, I'm... you, you got to like take into fact that Nightmare on Elm Street's also Wes Craven. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Even the even yeah. the uh, the masters have yeah. some bullshit. <laughs> Well, hey, don't get me wrong. I like the first Nightmare. It's yeah, it was great. afterwards that gets ridiculous. Uh, that was an '80s thing. Just yeah, everything had um, five hundred. Yeah, no, everything sequels. was like just fucking drilled down like crazy. Didn't he do the uh, the Hills Have Eyes? Also, he did. That he was did. a great movie. Yes, oh did. my god, that movie like messed me up though for some reason. I've never seen the original. It was in the... No, I'm talking about the one that came out in like the 2000s. Right, he did that one Lost, as well. The chick from yeah. Lost. Guys, guys, real quick. Tom Savini. That's the, the makeup artist I was thinking of. Tom Savini ah. did Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. He, oh, he's done okay. like everything. Friday the 13th. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm trying Friday to think. The I mean, he's done like fucking everything. Uh, Creep Show. Um, okay. I'm trying to see if he has done, had did do uh, what you call it? What was the film we were just talking about? Brooklyn Hills. Vampire oh, in Brooklyn. Vampire, Brooklyn. Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he did. The only thing about like the slasher genre and and 
in general that drives me crazy is I think I just overthink it. And I'm always like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going there? Like, just leave. Well, <laughs> you know this, but I understand <laughs> it's because they want to make a movie and there has to be something going on. Like, and they have to make stupid decisions for it to be a movie. But like, it drives me insane. All right. So you know, they, they point make the worst choices. They point that and scream when, you know, they're yeah. all sitting watching scary movies and fucking um, Matthew Lillard's like, I'll be right back. I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like no, oh, like, like the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacres and stuff is like, all right, we can either get in this car and drive away or we can walk <laughs> in this barn with like 50 million sharp objects hanging. Uh, yeah. The, side no. note, the uh, remake of that with uh, Justin Simmerlake's wife, what's your, Jessica Biel. Uh, yeah. That man, that was great. That anyway. was pretty decent, yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know about that. Well, uh, I, I, I like I do like the slasher genre, but it's not like my my favorite. Mine is kind of like the movies that are that are horror movies, but they're more like self aware and they po- kind of poke fun at themselves. Uh-huh. Um, like um, another good one that came out a few years back was Cabin in the Woods. I don't know if you ever saw that. I haven't seen it. I need to see it. Yeah, that um, was that the one that uh, they had kind of like, turned sci-fi in the end. Yeah, it was yeah. like crazy. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It starts mm-hmm. as a horror movie, then like it turns into this weird like lab where they're making like monsters. Yeah, it, yeah. it's that insane. Weird, that was a it's, weird. That's fucking a arc, that's man. a Joss Whedon joint, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it also Joss has Whedon. one of the. It's like J.J. Abrams had something to do with it, or, or I think Damon it's his Lindelof. production. Company. It's one of the guys from Lost was had something to do with it. I know that. I think um, it's a. Isn't that a bad? Is that a bad robot production? Yep, it, that's what it is. And it's that's JJ Abrams' joint. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that movie was just so many twists and turns, and it's just it's kind of it's just weird and like, but it, it like it makes fun of like the whole thing. Like when they're like, let's release all of the monsters. I don't know. You got watch. So it. would you say that you're more into the? Uh more into the psychological kind of shit as opposed to the jump scare boo monsters chasing you. Um, Another good one I I used to love was called dream catcher. It had like Jason Lee and they went to this cabin again, once again, a cabin out in the middle of the woods. And um, it had like a weird alien twist with it. where like, um, there was this like red light kind of fungus stuff growing on top of everything. And they couldn't figure out what it was. And it just started eating and killing people. And then (laughs) somehow it turned into like a weird alien invasion of the earth. Um, but that was another another decent one that had kind of like a weird uh, twist to it. I guess I like kind of like the twist, but not like the M. Shyamalan nonsense. Here's twist. a here's a question: Why the fuck can't M. Night Shyamalan make a good movie? Uh, that's a good. That is a good question. Well, there had, are, are arguably some good films that he does. Argue yeah, them. Like, Which before ones? you kind of knew like what Unbreakable. He was doing. Mm. Damn it. Didn't yeah, he do he fucking Sixth suck Sense? a dick? I hate it when you make a good point. Fuck. Didn't he do the Sixth Sense also? Yes, he did. Yeah, mm. I mean that was like when he first like was starting out. Nobody yeah, knew no, who he was. The Sixth Sense is what got him on Time Magazine as right. the next Spielberg? Question mark. Oh god. Yeah. Fuck what was man. the? Oh man, what was the? What was the? Ah, the, the Paul Gia. Giamatti? Yeah. Giamatti? Which one? What was it? He it was like the super in the apartment building, and there was a pool, and there was a lady that came in. The lady in the water? Lady. Yeah, Lady of the Lake or water or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I didn't see that Lady one. of the Lake, that's King Arthur. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, it was a <laughs> uh, shit show. Another another thing, like it's kind of like the campy ones, where they're just like terrible for the point of being terrible. Like, um, I don't remember this, this joint from the 80s, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yeah, dude. Such a... Hey, great. But like, so stupid. see, that was when I was a kid. I'm watching this movie and like they're putting people in like cotton candy cocoons and like just eating like a, a um, he made like the dinosaur in the shadow. It came down and ate the guy. Oh, it's fantastic. There was so much just absolute shit like cheese in the eighties. Like yeah. uh, a little shop of horrors. Yeah. Well, that's that, a good one. That, yeah. That's kind of classic. Feed me Seymour. I'm talking about like, uh, like, um, Pumpkinhead and Puppet oh, Master. Yeah. Puppet Master, they're still, they're, you know, Pinhead. they're still making fucking puppet. You mean really? Hellraiser? Uh, yeah, I call it. The hey, the first guy. Hellraiser, they, I mean, they got stupid and they were all kind of dumb, but the first Hellraiser scared the shit out of me. 
And I, for the time, the special <laughs> effects were on point, man. So real quick, uh, I saw this meme. It was pretty fucking awesome. If I remember to post it in the group when this goes live, I will. But it was a, a picture of Billy Corgan sitting on the couch. And no. it says, fucking, <laughs> fucking, this is a picture of uh, Penhead, you know, on his day off. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <good. laughs> it's, oh, man. So real quick, I want to jump back into the, the psychological. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like. Some like my girlfriend is a horror purist. She would argue that thrillers are not considered horror. I would agree with her. Really? Mm-hmm. What about yeah, you? I, I, it's weird when they cross like the boundary, like the cabin in the woods definitely sits on the border because you got the typical things where there, there's people going on this trip. They're getting in the middle of nowhere. Their cell phones don't work. They have someone coming up to try to kill them. But then it takes like a big twist at the end. But it, it starts out with all the tropes you'd find in a typical horror movie. I feel like you gotta have the gore, man. If you're, if it's if for it to truly be horror, there's a needs... decent amount of gore in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. okay. Okay. Um, because I was gonna say, and this is actually why I didn't bring this film up because I thought maybe you guys would lean that way, but Silence of the Lambs. That's total thriller. It is horror. a thriller, absolutely. But it is also I consider a thriller horror. Yeah, it's, it's, it straddles the line there. No. Um, well, Silence no, of the Lambs is 100% not a horror film. It's about a serial killer. It's a thriller about a serial killer, not a horror film. I guess. Um, then, you know what the, the, is a horror series? Uh, Hannibal, which is based yeah. off of that, got plenty of gore. Do we count zombie gore. movies as horror movies? Absolutely. I think that's a genre. Man, really? Like yeah, Shaun no, of the Dead or Zombieland or... Dude. Okay, not those. Those are. If more you're like, going, but I'm telling you, I'm into the camp, like the funny, the funny dude, horror. Okay, movies. if you're going down that road, have you ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yes. So oh my great god, that movie, movie is fan fucking tastic. It's Alan uh, Tudyk, yep. and uh, the oh, I gotta watch the other that guy again. that's always in the movies with Simon Pegg, the big guy. Yeah, I can't remember his real name. But I can't the bad guy. Yeah. Um, RJ, you got to watch that, dude. It's fucking hilarious. It's on Hulu. I should check it out. It's great. Would you count um, This is the End as a horror movie? No. No. What the but fuck is But it kind of is. It's about like the apocalypse no. and the world ending, no. even though like, it's comedy. It legitimately has to like either put, give you anxiety, scare you. Well, Aziz Ansari does fall into hell. And that kind of scared me. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. Uh, then, yeah, no, we we're... Go. We're, we're, I feel That's like we're off, off subject here. Has everybody done the, well, no, no, I haven't favorite. done anything yet. My, okay. Typical. I don't know that I have a specific genre that I'm a fan of. I do, uh, I do love Remember the slashers. the question is favorite, favorite film, not, right. not genre. So right. Go right. for it. Uh, favorite horror franchise of all time would have to be the Phantasm. Oh, so good. And yeah. followed closely by Friday the 13th. There's just something about, like, Voorhees is a, essentially a fucking great white shark. He's just a machine. Of course, yeah. And I thought that, that was, there was something so scary about that. And then, like, his background story, too. Right. It's just, it's, oh, it's just so good. But Phantasm, man, like, that just, I don't know. I saw that movie, and you watch it now, and like a lot of stuff that came out in the early 80s, late 70s, I mean, it's total cheese, but God, that movie terrified me. Because I remember sneaking to watch it, and then being scared shitless, and then telling my dad, and he's like, well, I told you. Yeah. Yeah. I got a movie like that, but now that I watch it nowadays, I'm like, this isn't scary at all. It came out like in the 80s. It was called Screamers. I don't know if you ever saw that. Dude, yes. I remember. I I, I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember Screamers. They were like um, these people that were like going to different planets and like they went on this one planet and they picked up this like kind of like mechanical bug and they took it back with them. And then it just kept evolving and evolving and evolving and becoming more and more deadly, killing everybody and then reproducing. And then I remember the last scene of the movie, like they thought they had destroyed them all. And then like there's like a little girl that's in like a spaceship escaping the planet and like the teddy bear comes to life. And that's like how the movie ends. (laughs) It was such a great movie. But yeah, so I, that's Phantasm number one, Friday the Thirteenth, pretty close second. We we are talking about the original Friday the Thirteenth. 
Correct. I liked them all, man. I mean, they're all stupid, but that, I don't know. That was just a fun. Even in even the uh, which one was it? Was he was in space? Was that Jason X? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, you know, Jason so, takes Manhattan was pretty, but the all-time best Friday the Thirteenth death. I think it was in the second or third one. I can't remember. But he snatches the girl up in the sleeping bag. They were, of course, having premarital sex. Of course. Which is an instant death sentence. Yep. Yep. And uh, <laughs> the guy ran off, and he snatched the girl up in the sleeping bag and just beat her, like, on a tree. Like, just oh, picked it up right. and swung it yeah. like a sock and just whap, 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 whap. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like an asshole for laughing, but it was funny. Is Deliverance a horror movie? No. Uh, I would say that's a thriller. Thriller, drama. That yeah. first that first scene though is pretty horrifying. Are you talking about Ned Beatty getting fucked in the ass? I'm talking about the squeal like a pig. Yeah, yeah. getting fucked That's in the, the ass. Yeah. I'd never want to go to Georgia. That a lot of that was for multiple filmed reasons. In, uh, I've actually been rafting on that river, man, where they filmed a lot of that, the Ekoe. Oh in, yeah. It's in East Tennessee. It's actually fucking beautiful. A, Were you let down when there wasn't some crazy hillbillies in the woods making you squeal like a pig? I was pretty glad that there was. Did wasn't you bring a, crazy a banjo? Hillbillies. No. Or did you yeah. bring a guitar to then duel a banjo? I, I did have a guitar. It was was it a flying V? No, no, it was an acoustic. An acoustic flying V? Is there such a thing? I'll buy Dean it right now. One. I'm sure there is. Dean like, makes I, one. Shut the is fuck Dimebag up. Is Dimebag Daryl or something? Are you serious? Dean, Dean <laughs> makes a flying V. It's the Michael whatever his name. So it's like half black, half white. Like cut dub. Is it Bancourt? I'm fucking. Or no, no that Bancourt's a Washburn. That's yeah. the Washburn. Yeah, Nuno I'm, Bancourt. I'm Googling. Oh, my God. What about that flying a- <laughs> banjo? <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, did you find it? I found the, uh, it's a, it's not a V per se. It's a, it's a, the Dean, uh, it's a dime bag. It's an they make a V. Yeah, it's the Dean the dime bag one. VX. It's the Dean VX um, one. I'm looking at it right now. Dean and BC Rich are the exclusive guitars of every lawn care company guitar player in the world. Bernie Rico is a national treasure. I'll go to my grave saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. So Phantasm Friday the 13th, my one and two. So I just want to wrap it back into screen because I'm, I'm cool like that scene with Drew Barrymore at the beginning of the film. When he's doing the horror trivia, she gets it wrong because she says, "Who's?" he asks, who is the uh, killer in the original Friday the 13th? The mother. The mother. Correct. Mm-hmm. She goes with Jason. And then that's when her boyfriend gets gutted in the lawn. Yeah. Boom. That's true. Yep. Nice. Anyways, nice. wrap that shit up. All right. Put a bow tie on Topic it. Topic number one in the can. Joe, what you got? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to go a little different direction. What with the, uh, you know, new uh, craze right now, it seems at the moment to being the superhero movies as like Captain Marvel and the upcoming Avengers Endgame. But, Can't uh, forget Shazam. Or Aquaman. Or Aquaman. No. I still think the guy from Entourage did it better. I can't remember his name for some reason now, but uh, what was the, what was the Vince? Main? Vince, yeah, Vince was the better Aquaman. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. But I just wondered, like, what are some of your favorite comic book characters in general? Not necessarily Marvel, not necessarily movie based. Uh, it could be from comics. It could be from the old trading cards. It could be from just about anything, really. All right. Uh, cool. So, my favorite of all time. It doesn't even matter. There's like not even a close second would be Gambit. I love Gambit. He was like the best ever. No, except for in the one movie he was in. That was the only part he sucked in. But everything else he's hey, been in has been amazing. Don't knock Taylor Kitsch, okay? I like the Gambit from the old X Men cartoons that used to come on Saturday mornings. I was gonna say, but dude, I to my about those. to my knowledge, am I? Incorrect in thinking that Gambit actually started off in the show before he went into the comics. Nah, nah. Gambit's like I have 
and this is kind of embarrassing, but I have all my original Marvel cards and everything from like every series ever, the full sets. That's uh-huh. one of those things I've collected. And <laughs> Gambit's literally like on in every single set. He's within the first page of cards. He used to be like a much bigger deal. I don't know, like way when the movies came out, they cut him out completely. I also don't know why they made Rogue an adolescent girl because she was never an adolescent girl. Oh, she was a fierce, independent woman who liked to fuck with uh, Gambit. And I'm yeah, she was because Gambit was the only person can, t- can touch her because he created infinite energy and she absorbed infinite energy. So like he was literally the only person she could ever be with. So hmm. I don't understand the whole Wolverine drama nonsense, but. Uh, the movies kind of messed that one up. And they were both like New Orleans kind of hustlers. Well, I think she was from Mississippi originally. I was going to say that. I knew they were both Cajun. Yeah, I think she was from Mississippi, but he was, of course, the Cajun New Orleans guy. But I like in the first episode of the cartoon, like they're fighting the giant sentinels that are walking through the mall. And he's like in the like the, the clothing store hitting on the girl that works there. And then like a giant head comes flying through the window when they when like, Storm like knocks it off, and he's like, "All right, baby, I'll be right back." He's just so, like, <laughs> super smooth. Um, another fun fact, just going back to Rogue, she could fly too. Yeah. What the Correct. fuck? Yeah, they they kind of completely cut out the ability. Why do to I fly. not remember her being able to fly? Dude, yeah, she like can she fly. would. She wore like a green and yellow jumpsuit, would fly everywhere. Yeah, she can fly. Yeah. It's been and a long Gambit time, was, man. Gambit was just super awesome. He has a bow staff and playing cards are his only weapons. That is pretty badass. Yeah, and he wears like a... Tr- well, this is when it was okay to wear a trench coat. But uh, yeah, he's always been my favorite, though, by far. Not even like a close second. Side note, I just wanted to Google it for my curiosity. You are correct. He did start off in the comics. He was created by Chris Claremont. And the artist Jim Lee, and um, drawn by Mike Collins, and apparently he was his premiere was um, Uncanny X Men Annual fourteen, July nineteen ninety. Nice. Yeah, he so. also was supposed to have his own line of movies that were supposed to come out, but they never got around yeah, to doing that. It was gonna feature the sexy one and only inside joke with my girlfriend and her mom, Cheddar Tatoes. <laughs> Hey, Channing Tatum. <laughs> I love Channing Tatum. Yeah, was, he was he gonna be Gambit? Yes. Oh my god, oh, I, that would have been like the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah, been pretty <laughs> fantastic. But um, Fox is Fox 21st Century is now officially owned by Disney, and they get to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, Dude, did that true. just happen? Yeah, it yeah. just happened like two weeks ago. My but wife they, was they talking can't about that today. Use the word mutant or something. Like, no, they will be able to now because they own oh, 21st Century Fox. Okay, because that was there were, that was like one of the big things they had talked about on going back to a previous episode. Screen Junkies were talking about like how they can like use the characters, but they can't use the word mutant. They have to like yes. find some other word. And there's only certain characters that they can use at the time. At the time, yeah, at the time. Now, now everyone's like, "Oh my God, Wolverine's gonna be in the Avengers." I'm like, "Hold your horses, it's gonna." Be I a hate while Wolverine. Out. Like Wolverine's you not even close to this list. You like, listen here, your Bob. Mouth. So I'm guessing you like Wolverine, Will. Uh, yeah. Are you Wolverine? Wolverine. <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. Can we, can we change the name of this episode to Wolverine? I will change it before we post it. Yes. <laughs> I approve this decision. Oh man, just wait for that thumbnail. I'm I'm gonna go work hard at it, dude. How can you not like Wolverine? He's a fucking badass. He's unbreakable. He smokes cigarettes. He's just a dick. He's got claws. Come He's on, overrated. Dude. He's definitely overrated. Oh, oh. you guys are stupid. And, and Hugh Jackman got way too much screen time. I mean, the movies. the movies, okay, but I'm talking about the comic book character. Hey, man. you know what? I still love Logan. I know that's a cliche response, but Logan is really great. What yeah. What I used to love about Wolverine in the cartoons um, he can't curse, so he's like, you egg-sucking yeah. <laughs> loser <laughs> face. He's like Yosemite <laughs> Sam. Yeah, like the cheesiest lines. Come on. And he calls everyone Bub. And I'm like, yeah, who says Bub? Bub. <laughs> must be a Canadian thing. Yeah, fucking Canadian. Uh, must be what it's all Although, about. you know, his origin stories, he fucking grew up in, like, the colonies. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? According to I the movies. They were called he grew- provinces in Canada. 
No, no. Like in the movies, he grew up in the U. He he grew oh, up right, in the colonies. Lived, he lived forever. I, I forgot. Yeah, about that. and he fucking fought in the the fucking Revolutionary, the Revolutionary War. War. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. Him and his brother Sabretooth, who's actually his father. In I the was gonna say, books. yeah, his dad was the was Sabretooth yeah. in the comics. Remember, I yeah, had they, the comic where they revealed that. The only thing the movies got right was making Patrick Stewart be Professor X. And then they took he that was away fantastic. too. <laughs> like if if you had to like cast a role for Professor X, there is no other person in the world that you could think of other than Patrick Stewart to play that role. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I'm seriously trying to think of somebody and I can't. Like no, no one else pulls no off bald and way. British better. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Um Anywho, so that being said, do you have another one, Joe? Uh, I do. I, I don't know if we wanted to jump around to each other and then keep sure. coming back. No, we could so definitely you, jump around because I was like t- going to try to tell you to shut the fuck up so we can shit on Will some. Will, what's yours? <laughs> he just said Wolverine. 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 That, was that you really your number one go-to? <laughs> Absolutely. God damn it. <laughs> I knew it was his Absolutely. number one. Absolutely. What are you going to tell me next? You like Cyclops? <laughs> Oh my god, Cyclops has always been a douche. bitch. Yeah, he was a douchebag. He's always so been you know a you know bitch. who you know who I do hate. Captain uh-huh. America. Oh, that's actually one of mine. What a shitty comic book character. That's one of mine, but that's not the first one I want to. I talk prefer about. Captain Britain. Captain Britain's a good shout. Yeah. Anyways, no, mine, and it's a very specific incarnation of this character that I like okay. because he gets a lot of shit but you know what he's an absolute fucking badass motherfucker in this comic and I am talking about Hawkeye in Old Man Logan the comic book okay so if you guys aren't familiar with uh, the comic of Old Man Logan and that version of Hawkeye he is at this time, pushing like 70, like he's getting in his 70s. He's blind at this point. Uh, the West Coast is away com- from the Hawkeye thing. Yeah. No, hold on. The, the West Coast is completely ruled by Hulk and his children, which he has a bunch of literally like, like uh, just terrible, terrible. Um, I don't want to say the R word because we live in a very political don't say the r word correct so learning impaired yes very limited uh intelligence uh spawns which is ironic because bruce banner was like super smart yes but in this in this um incarnation hulk has completely taken over and he's just a big dumb brute um and so of our so are all of his kids um, and yes, like, he like, fucked like She-Hulk. Ragnarok. <laughs> he fucked now, She-Hulk, what, and they are yes, they still are related. Now, at what point? Because I, I, I mean, I'm not a huge comic book aficionado, but I seem to remember like the Hulk being the Hulk and green and big, but he was David Banner. Like it just he didn't change anymore. Like he just was the Hulk, but he was still intelligent. Da- David Banner is a rapper from New Orleans that did like a yeah, pimp. Bruce Bruce Banner, Banner, sorry. Would be the Hulk. <laughs> like a pimp. <laughs> anyway. Although but I would again, love to see David Banner as getting distracted. As Hulk. The premise of Old Man Logan is they are on a mission. Hawkeye pulls um, Wolverine into this mission and they're heading to the East Coast and it's a road trip and mind you I said Hawkeye's blind yet he does all the driving in this comic he has super super duper um, like just he is on point he's a badass he's still killing people completely blind and you know what he is one suave motherfucker and the reason being he actually ends up having a kid with peter parker's daughter i forget her name off the top of my head and she's kind of a badass too but i'm just like dude 
because there's still like a good 20 year difference between the two. I'm just like, wow. What what he's he's the weakest and dumbest character, but they made him so fucking cool in this particular run of the comic. Old Man Logan, that is. Um Yeah. In the movies, like, they really chose some crappy characters. Like they had so many more better characters they could have chosen and they picked some pretty terrible ones to be in the Avengers. Well no. Give me an example. Um I'd have to look it back up again and see who was in the original Avengers. But no, like no, no, but it's somebody that Disney owned at the time. You got to keep uh, that in okay, mind. That's right. I, I got to keep in mind the, the intellectual property thing. Now, they, but, yeah, they could have gone with, you know, original Avengers, which I believe Ant-Man. I'm just more mad about X-Men than anything because X-Men, like, they did completely wrong. Well, you're going to get your chance again when they yeah. redo fucking everything. And I Disney hope they do fied. it right this time. Like, I so hope they do it right. Uh, they better bring Gambit as Channing Tatum. Because that would they're be not, amazing. Not. That, that, that shit's dead in the water. I just hope they don't put, like, then Johnny Depp you, as Gambit. Why did you fill our hearts with hope, RJ? But, why no, would you because, even bring that like, up? And now you're just no. crushing. So that film has been riddled with just bad luck. It's been trying to get off the ground for, like, five plus years it's had like five different directors and like the only thing that's been constant throughout the thing is Channing Tatum and that's it but it yeah. it just never gets off the ground I like I said though I hope so against hope they don't just have Johnny Depp do Jack Sparrow as Gambit because I can see that <laughs> happening and that would like nah, kill me he's too old <laughs> he is too remember, old you, remember you, they wanted they want to sign all these motherfuckers for multiple pictures so that's true so, so you all right, you guys, speaking, speaking, you of guys the know movies. more, you guys know more about this than I do. Explain to me what the fuck happened in the what, mid 2000s, late 2000s, where they made like four Hulk movies and the one where Edward Norton got pissed off and quit at the end of it. Okay. Like, oh, so why are they, what, so, what's going on here? Here we go. So the first Hulk that came out in that is actually not a part of the MCU. No, it's completely different. Um, is that the one with that, Ed Norton the, in it? No. No, it's one with Mark uh, for, 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 Ruffalo. Ruff, no. no, not Mark Ruffalo. Um, what the hell is the bodybuilder guy? What's his name? Well, no. Well, I'm not talking about Lou Ferrigno. That's Lou the Ferrigno. TV yeah. show. Hey, I you're met ref- that dude. He's actually really nice. Uh, you're really? referring yeah. to you're referring to the show. He has a cameo. Yeah, and, that's right. Okay. I and, knew he was in it, but I couldn't remember. And the yeah, Hulk has Edward a cameo on both the Hulks. But no, um, Eric Bana stars that's as Bruce him. Banner. Yep. And that one is not canon. Not David. Yeah. yeah. I wish David Banner was the Hulk. And that's um, that's a, <laughs> that's the one that's directed by a, uh, Ang Lee. And now it tends to be looked at pretty fondly. Uh, it, it got some harsh feedback back in the day when it first came out, but now people kind of like it. I don't know. Revisionist history. However, the incredible Hulk, which is the 2008 film featuring, um, Ed Norton. That was so bad. It is not good. It is technically MCU. If you buy the MCU Avengers phase one Tesseract edition or whatever it's called, it is included. What's MCU? For those of us Marvel that don't know. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel gotcha. Cinematic Universe. Basically, all the Avengers stuff that you're watching now, that's all Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Okay, I'm in, I'm in. Um, There's like 22 movies now, or something, 23 movies. Yeah, tw- I think, is Endgame 23? Uh, Endgame, I think, I think it's 22. Black Panther was 20, right? Yeah, and then Captain Marvel's 21, and then... No, in- Ant-Man and Wasp was 21. Because that came out after Black Panther. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Hold most on. people do. <laughs> yeah, I always feel no, like I actually like Ant Man and the Wasp. I like I watch I like Ant Man. Well, and I mean, the Wasp I, I do like um, isn't that Paul Rudd, Paul uh, Rudd and uh, Evangeline Lilly? Yeah, yeah, that, it's, a, it's a good cast in that movie, and I like how there they are twenty one films. I just what I want to know though is they were able to shrink this building and take her out. I get using the, the thing, but where does the plumbing go in the building when they shrink it and move it? Like, does it just not? <laughs> Like maybe it's all standalone. Ground? Maybe there's like a septic system. 
okay. So Spoken I, I like that. a true contractor. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, do they, do they just so, go to the bathroom and it just stays in this little case they carry around? So real well, quick, yeah. back to the, the Incredible Hulk, just to wrap it up. Basically, Ed Norton was being the prima donna little bitch that he's been known to be in most of his fucking films. Demanding a little too much and everything. So they... They basically just let him out of his contract. He was signed for a multiple picture deal. He was supposed to be in the Avengers. Then they recasted him with Mark Ruffalo, which, to be honest, is was fucking a much awesome. Choice. Way better. Way better choice Way than Ed better. Norton. So good. Um, Suck it, Ed Norton. Yeah, go back to Fight Club. Yeah, because like I know a lot of people, The Incredible Hulk is the forgotten MCU film because a lot of people don't realize that that is part yeah. of the MCU for good reason. This is true. It's um it's not good. No, it's so bad. And um, and 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 the the character, the only character who's like come out of that like that with the original car- uh, uh casting is um uh th- uh Thunderbolt Ross, General Ross. Oh yeah. Same actor who's played it throughout he made a cameo in iron man and has been now he's like some like he's he was in the most recent one he was part of the um the accord for like the superhero band the, yeah the geneva or, thing or whatever not geneva that's a real place but it yeah it's like the fucking whatever yeah it's some kind of switzerland towny name accord yeah yeah accords the valdonia accords like that or I, I valdovia um but uh, staying on the movies for a second, my favorite like, and I and I hate this I hate this guy like in everything else, but in the movies I love him. It's Thor. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, when you go back to like the comic books, he never really did anything for me. I mean, he's just crazy like Viking Norse god thing, and like I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. But in the movies, like Hemsworth just brings so much to him. No, absolutely, Thor is actually one of my favorite uh, say, MCU man, movies, and it was the most. Um, well, also had Natalie Portman. Unsuspected, like I'm like I'm a here. I am a Captain America fan, and Captain America didn't get good until the second one. First yeah. one was fucking sucked, but the first Thor, I was America like, sucks. holy shit! But like, um, just him and Ragnarok was great. Him playing off the Hulk. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. my buddy. What's up, Hulk? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh, We're coworkers. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I know this guy. We work together. Yeah. Or like him trolling um a Chris Pratt in like the, the uh Infinity War. Yeah. Where Chris Pratt's like, I'm a god too, and he goes, what's up with this guy? Like really Oh, that's great. Um Now, side note, the best the best Thor out there is Beta Ray Bill. If you don't know who he is, fucking oh, look yeah. him up. Or Throg. Throg <laughs> <laughs> The, the pet frog. They had like the Avengers pets. Uh, was oh. Beta Ray Bill was part of the Avengers pets, wasn't he? No, Beta Ray Bill's an alien. Yeah, he's a horse. No. He, he's like a horse Thor. He, he has a, a elongated like face, but he's not a horse. I have I'm pretty no sure Beta Ray Bill's a horse. clue what you people are Beta talking Ray about. Bill is not like, a I've never even heard horse. of this. I could have swore he was a horse. Hold on no, a second. No, he's not a fucking cool. horse. He uh. looks like a horse. He, yeah, let's Google a picture of him. He looks just like a horse. He's not a horse. God damn it. All right. Will, you be the decider here. Just Google Beta he's Ray not, Bill. He's a fucking Cornabite or Corbinite or something like that. He's a Beta. He looks like a horse. Ray Bill. All right, I'm going to be the judge here. <laughs> Tell me he does not look like a horse. Just scroll he's through the Corbinite. pictures. Corbinite. He looks like uh, fucking Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but, but like uh, if Baraka was a horse. One hundred percent looks like a horse in the original comics and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so anyways, there's our he, there's our comic book characters. No, hold on, I want to say one more yet. thing. So real quick, Jesus. if you guys have seen, sorry, you brought up comics, dude. This is my thing. Um, if you guys have seen <laughs> uh, uh, Avengers, well, actually, Beta Ray Bill does make a slight appearance in Thor Ragnarok. He is on the building of uh, Champions. Um, if you look on the, like the, what should we call it? Uh, Jeff Goldblum's building. He's a statue on there. Another note, the weapon that Thor crafts in infinity war 
is known as Warhammer. And Warhammer, originally in the comics, was made for Beta Ray Bill because basically what happens is Odin was like, oh, Thor's back. Okay, Beta Ray Bill, Odin, you guys fight together. Um, And whoever wins gets Mjolnir. Thor ends up eventually winning, but he saw how valiantly Beta Ray Bill bought, uh, fought, so he got him Warhammer. Anyways, and that's the axe that you see in Infinity War that uh, Thor uses to try to take out Thanos. That's it. Yeah, I, I did I did recognize that story. Um, you know who else I always liked was Iceman. He was a bitch, too. Dude, he's cool. <laughs> Literally, no dad joke. Ah, <laughs> dad joke. I had to do, I set that one up for the dad Bing. joke. <laughs> That's all he fucking did it for. <laughs> all right, so I think we've beat the uh, right, comic book I'm just, characters. I'm gonna reel to off real quick the, the last three I have on my list because <sighs> I, I want to get through oh, these. Nightcrawler was awesome, not for the f- movies, fucking but list the actual. Awesome, uh, I I do my homework. I'm sorry, Will. Yeah, Nightcrawler was awesome because he could teleport. Uh, Galactus was awesome because he was like almost indestructible and he ate planets. And then Archangel was always pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Archangel. Yeah. All right. And that was my last I had there. I Mine was Magneto, episode. The Flash, and Cable, and Captain America. Okay. Those were the others. Yeah. And Will just has Wolverine. That's right. Wolverine. It's <laughs> all you need. Fucking claws. Unbreakable bones. Anyway. Jesus. Next so, topic, Deadpool, fucking Christ. Will, <laughs> come on, take it away, or else I'm gonna start ranting about comic books. All right, again. so we're we're moving away from uh, moving away from the world of of uh, horse guys and gods it's with not hammers a and fucking horse. It looks like he a, is horse. a horse, but God anyway, damn it, like my. All right, we're moving into music. Moving into music, guys. The topic that uh, I have been uh, revisiting one of my favorite bands here lately uh pink floyd Doobie brothers oh yeah pink floyd was going to be one of mine on this so i'll let you i've been uh it's probably one of my top three favorite all-time bands uh but the thing that that really got me is i was kind of going through some of their uh you know the the lesser known records just going through and uh i noticed like on the wall and uh what's the name of that damn record dude where uh, basically the stuff where Roger Waters sings, yeah, more so than than David Gilmour, and it got me thinking that there, you know, there are so many bands with two singers or three singers or multiple singers, and you know, outside of Pink Floyd, uh, another favorite of mine growing up, and this is big, the fault of my parents was Fleetwood Mac. Yes, oh, yeah. that's yep, one of that was another one Sorry. of them. <laughs> I mean, the harmony that that band had, the ability, you know, they're all Lindsay amazing. Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Man, Nicks. fucking perfect. Now, fun fact, a lot of people don't realize, but the first incarnation of Fleetwood Mac is a very different band. It's a very, oh, yeah. very different band. Anyways, continue. Absolutely. If you if you watch the uh, the Sound City documentary we were talking about last time, they, they cover a lot of the history of Fleetwood Mac in that. Hmm. Yeah. No, well, so um, the... My question to you guys is, I mean, I, you know, I, I've said Pink Floyd and Fleetwood Mac, and there are a couple that are, you know, pretty obvious here. What are some of your favorite bands that have multiple vocalists? All right. Who wants to go first? Well, I'm going to get it out of the way because you already know what I'm going to say here. I've said it multiple times before. Come my wrist and black my eyes. Yes, everybody nope. loves ho- Everybody knows Joe loves Hawthorne Heights. I mean, Take It Back Sunday. <laughs> Hawthorne Heights is so terrible. No, Taking <laughs> Back Sunday. And it really, it's they've only had two singers on their first album, Tell All Your Friends, Every, ever because Jonathan Nolan quit the band after that album came out. Now, their newest album, Tidal Wave, he came back, but it's that's not good. But Tell that's All Your Friends is not good. <laughs> not good. No. that album. Dude, no, it's, they tried to come back a couple years ago. They did like a, um, I think it was like a tenth or fifteenth anniversary of Tell All Your Friends, like acoustic tour, and then they got the other guy, Jonathan Nolan, came back, and then they came out with a new album, which it's okay, but it's it's not like what I want to hear from Taking Back Sunday. But um, Tell All Your Friends is just fantastic with Adam Lazar and John Nolan going on, like they they're seamless, like the way they, the way the two parts just fit together perfectly, and it's just it's the like the perfect example I can think of of a two singer band that really works. 
fair enough. But I mean, I know you don't like them, but you probably don't ever really listen to them enough to give them a chance. No, I need to give them a chance. I'll fucking admit it, but Jesus, you make it hard. And um, since I'm on it, I'll stick in the same kind of like the same kind of a uh, you know genre of music. Um, Blink 182, of course, the two singer mm. model worked great with Mark Hoppus and Tom DeLonge switching on and off. Uh, they they just they just did it right. Also. How is nobody talking about the Eagles? Well, I, I was that's on my list, but oh. I was trying to stay in the same genre. But I figured we're going to have a lot of crossover here between all of us. How's so nobody talking about the Beatles? That should probably that's be another the first one. Oh, fucking because Joe's going to bring it up because he's the yeah, Beatles but- fanboy. He's, he's one of the fucking girls that would wet themselves till they passed out. Fucking just so you guys like don't think that I'm just like bull like bull crapping you guys here that, that I actually have this. I'm sending you the picture of my list right now. So you can see that I have all these exact same bands. But I'm trying to go with the ones that are kind of lesser known um first. Except, you know. But um another band I like with the two singer thing, and they're kind of like one of those like super groups that was put together, but not from like traditional um like traditional means. Uh, but Les Claypool, Trey Anastasio, and Stuart Copeland started a band called Oysterhead, and both Trey Anastasio and Les Claypool sing, and, and that's an amazing. amazing I remember group. that b- uh, band. Yeah, uh, the I'd Trey Anastasio about from it Fish. Until just now, yeah. This. And the two of them switch on and off singing, and of course, you know, it's got that that Les Claypool style, but it's also got the Fish style. And then with Stuart Copeland playing drums, who's an amazing drummer, just, you can, you really can't like get a much more talented group that's outside of like the mainstream type of music. Fair enough. Fair enough. RJ, what are you thinking? Sorry. I was falling asleep from that bullshit. (laughs) Bam. Got him. No. Um, no, the Eagles is definitely one of them. Huge Eagles fan. Um, it's just, that's a five singer band. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Their harmonies are like perfect. Ooh. Not to mention any fucking drummer who can actually sing keyboard being actual. I'm not talking yeah. about like that bullshit from like I'll try you. What about Don't the band? Them. What about Leave Under on him. No. Aaron Gillespie can sing. Anyways, we're going back to mine. Because right. I want to choose this one because I feel like it's going to get some hate. But one of my favorite bands of uh, modern times, if you will... On the pop charts and the what? If you say Lincoln Park, no. There's a little band called The Naked and Famous. I don't. Huge, huge fan of this. They're New Zealand band. They're big. They they have a. They're they're like really super duper poppy, which is right up my alley. Uh, Synth driven electronic drums, but with like. Walla sound fuzz guitar. Um, I actually have to check that out. That sounds something I'd really be into. Uh, there's this song called, um, I believe it's called Frayed. And the way it's one, the way it's mixed, as somebody who's like produced music and things like that, the way it's mixed, uh, how their two voices complement each other, and they do, um, the, the outro of the song is just fucking genius you got one of them singing a line in uh one on the left side pan the hard right is the other guy and it keeps reversing back and forth it's awesome but it's a chick singer and a guy singer the guitarist and i believe the chick is also a synth player she might just sing but i'm pretty sure she Hmm. does synth too um but they're very awesome and their voices complement each other, but mainly they focus on, you know, one song will focus on one of the singers and they'll just be kind of like the backup, you know, um, not very few songs of theirs actually have them like singing either together or dueling, if you will. Dude, you need to, you need to post a link to this band. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm pretty interested. All right. Well, there we go. I'll make myself. I'll make you guys a playlist. Um, Speaking of the the dueling thing, like you said, that don't do that. Like going back to what you said, the Beatles they don't really like ever sing on the same track together. It's usually yeah. like one singer per song. Exactly. And they 
they did it on pro- probably my favorite Beatles song. They actually do have two people singing on it, and you you can tell like they wrote that song separately and then brought the brought it together because the whole mean demeanor of the song changes, and that's um a day in the life. Like John Lennon does like the nice big court, like the verses, you know, I saw the news today oh, about the man. And then like John Lennon's like woke up or not. Um, Paul McCartney's like woke up, got out of bed and dragged a comb across my. It's just it's two like totally different styles, but they fit together so perfectly in a song. You know, I'm not a Beatles fan, but I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you <laughs> I'm going to give you that. But nobody likes Ringo Starr songs. <laughs> Uh, he, he has octopus garden <laughs> like, um yellow submarine the only one that he um actually wrote and sings on that everyone seems to like is i uh, get by with a little help from my friends that's a ringo song too hmm. i did not know that joe cocker did that much better and yeah he did uh, joe so cocker's version is fucking amazeballs wasn't that the wonder years version like the theme song from the Wonder Years. That was so. the Wonder Years version, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then George Harrison does like While My Guitar Gently Weeps is probably his best known song where he sings by himself. But um, I loved how like, what I loved about the band was they were so different in their writing styles, but they made it work together for some reason, somehow. Like when you listen to their albums, it doesn't sound like one consistent band. It sounds like four separate bands, like, it's almost like a compilation CD or a compilation album uh, because they're so different in their writing styles. Fair enough. You won't get an argument out of me. I don't like the Beatles period. So oh, I love them. So I don't like, I, like, I like the, like the old like songs, but pop the pop Beatles that like when they first, the English invasion Beatles, but once like, you know, white album and Sergeant Pepper's only hearts club band and uh, Norwegian wood, those like those, they're just great albums. Bam. Anybody else want to contribute to this topic? Are we going to wrap this um, mother? I've got a... Another one that like super, super, everyone seems to know it is the cars. They had two distinct singers as well. And they fantastic band. I honestly didn't realize that that band had two singers. Who was Rick yeah, Kasich and who was the other guy? Um, Benjamin Orr. Okay. All right. And they sound similar, but they're actually two different people. Um, also, uh, Jefferson Airplane was another band with with the multi singer, um, who then became Jefferson Starship, and then just Starship or or just Jefferson. They have had like five Jefferson or six different Airplane, names. then Starship. Yeah, well, it was Jefferson, then Jefferson Airplane, then Jefferson Starship, and then just Starship. I think it was yeah. a bunch of of uh, Discord. They were all suing the shit out of each other, and yeah. But the song White Rabbit was such a great song. Uh, honorable mentions before we wrap this up: uh, The Pixies, uh, Sonic oh, Youth. A fucking good one, Jesus. I mean, Didn't uh, Fugazi have I multiple singers? Ian McKay also? was the only one there. I don't know. Maybe incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. So I think this one just run dry as well. RJ, you got yeah. anything else? Yeah. No, not really. I just nope. want to say one congratulations. Uh, congratulations to will for fucking getting a good mic come on guys (laughs) let him know how how much better he fucking sounds his his mic has regenerative skills just like wolverine wolverine (laughs) bub um hey bub be sure to follow us on instagram like us on facebook join the group I'm like, yeah, seriously, the, the, fun the spot. group, like, you know, last week's episode when we had Adam Royer of Let Him Hear on, you know, I said I'd put out that playlist uh, for, you know, our favorite cover songs. You know, we're always posting stuff in there. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, such as like Get Nerdy with Beta Ray Bill, we're going to post a picture over there and we'll have the debate of whether or not he looks like a fucking horse. And also, we want to hear your thoughts on the topics. If you like, Jim yeah. Bowers is awesome about it. He types up his the review each week of what he thinks, and I I love that feedback. Kind of hearing what everyone else thinks about it. Or if you hate what we had to say, let us know. It's it that's cool. We got you know no no hurt feelings. Absolutely. Um, and we're gonna put up a poll each week to see who won the episode. So you guys get to kind of vote and you know say who you actually like their ideas and their topics the best. Bam! That's a good shout. Anyways. 
Thank you guys so much for watching. I've been RJ. I'm Will. <laughs> Wolverine. Bub. Thanks yeah, for listening, Bob. And I'm Joe. See you guys. Later.